0: Hello, aren't we kind to you? You're getting a special episode meaning we've got our voices for you twice this week. We had an idea when we started doing this. The idea was to help highlight the problems clubs were facing with owners and potential relegation. This spiraled to where we are today. Old athletic, we can safely say we've become fans of yours. Aside from when you play our clubs, we'll be cheering you on. We've met some cracking people, from the guys on the doors, Andy and Jeff, who welcomed us with a smile. Pamela who made sure we were served the best bangers and mash we've ever had. Steve who made all of this possible. To the main man himself, Mr. Oldham, the nicest and most welcoming man we've ever met, Frank Rothwell. And not forgetting Darren, who looked on in pure horror when he realized that we were about to interview Frank. Even if you don't love Oldham, you'll love this, I'm sure of it. It's the lower league look it's the lower league knock it's the lower league knock it's the lower league knock.
1: So, I'm here with Tom, Oldham fan. What's your feelings about the recent takeover, first of all?
0: Overwhelmed and happy. If you asked me a before that, it was all doom and gloom now. A bit of optimism, The ground's buzzing. And it feels like we've got a club back. We've got a bit of identity again. The passion's here. From fair relegation, we can now look optimistic towards the top.
1: And it's, yeah, do you know, it's, it's interesting because we talked to a lot of Oldham fans today, and it's the same feeling, obviously, it's frustrating that you've gone down last season, you played in the National League. How do you feel about the National League in, in general?
0: Well, it's one of these I've done a lot of ground up in. I've got nothing against it. But I never thought I'd see my team down here. So far, it's not been too bad. We had a good day out at Torquay. I'm not being a patronising, but Torquay still has a football league upfield. Well, credit to Torquay, they come up here, the fans were noisy, but they played good football. I was impressed with the fitness levels, and it shows. OK, it's bad, but it's not that bad. And so the teams will be better than what we saw in League 2. Yeah,
1: and, and you're absolutely right. I, I, I think that we've mentioned it before as well. I personally am up for three, up, three down from League 2 to to, to the personally, conference. Personally, when I
0: first got into football, I'm number four going up, four going down. I think it should be four up, four down, four down through all divisions because it keeps the season going for so many teams and gets fans hooked. It's nothing worse than being in a season. Nothing to play for and feeling like a dragon I would have took that round in relegation but yeah I think the National League now is effectively the fifth professional division most of the teams have got big budgets more up more down
1: absolutely so I'm going to ask you about today Will Stone Unfortunately, the Raiders not here today. Apparently, I met him
0: before. Right, I went ground up in a few years. ago. to come over to talk. And I've got my photo. I actually shared it on Twitter. He's not a bad lad. He doesn't like it being called non-league. He thinks it's patronising. But I can't fault him. His f- fans like him. A passionate. That's what football's about. Someone getting behind the team. Not okay. He's a bit of a but it wasn't malicious. all It's just banter. Yeah. And fair play to one of them that's made a trip up here. Yeah,
1: apparently there's, there's going to be, a, from what I understand, there's going to be about 200 of them. Doesn't look like there's 200 of them right now.
0: I used to work turnstiles here, and then we'd play Dagenham on here, and everyone was there, we had 200. I went, yes, to work, about 150 of them come from a turnstile. So it doesn't look it, but the problem is, but then they'll also include like guests and players' wives and all that. But fair play, I love being football, I love going to on a Tuesday night, and I know they've had their own problems. So for them, this is like a big... Fishing the python, so I can't fault them. Prediction tonight, what are we going with? Alden 2, Wellstone 1.
1: Oh, we will see, let's hope. I tell you what, I'm hoping for an Alden result as well. So, come on, the
0: last year Coming off the field is
2: number 9, Chris Morton. And coming onto the field, number 20, Mike Fonda. No!
3: Mike. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to just jump straight in on this, I'm going to just say, guys, we've, I've done an introduction already, so we don't need to worry about that, Um, special episode, we're going to box off Oldham and we've got with us tonight, you might recognise him, we've got Oldham Chris back, Chris say hello.
2: Hello, it's Chris from France, the Oldham fan, the mad Oldham fan, how are you lads, how are you doing?
3: We're doing great, thank you. we're doing really good. In fact, I'm doing brilliant. We've also got, come, come around, Chris, we've also brought back for a special still a special
4: guest tonight.
3: Special guest. We've guests. got we've Chris back for a special episode, but, Chris, we've got an even more special guest just for you.
2: Better than Chris Dizzy, better than Chris Dizzy. Oh, no. Oh, Mr. Rothwell. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we have Frank Rothwell, the owner, <laughs> the new owner of Oldham Athletic. Let me just move That's this good. back. <laughs> oh. So, Chris, leave me if you want. We'll get, we'll make this work. We'll, we'll make this work, boys. Yeah, we'll cuddle up. We'll cuddle up. So he's off the cuddling up, bit. Yeah. So, Chris, <laughs> we're gonna let you. We're gonna let you just go in first on this, and Grant, you'll have to translate because I can't hear Chris properly. But we'll make this work, Chris. What do you want to say?
2: What can I say? This guy that that next to you is a, is has been a revelation. He's a miracle. I mean, where's he come from? I mean. We had John Sheridan, who I know, Chris, I won't say nothing because I know you're there tonight, Chris, so you won't get thumped <laughs> off John Sheridan. But we were his biggest fan last year. Last year. We've got Joe Royal, we've got two gods, and now we've we seemingly found a third god. In Oldham, and he's sat there beside you, a man who's rode across <laughs> thousands of miles, done loads of things, and he's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. The club is is black and white from last club from three weeks ago. What have you done? Where have you been, Frank? Where have you been since since two thousand and four, man? Come on, you've, you've... Well, welcome uh, to our stupid that club, and thank you very much.
5: <laughs> well, it's actually nineteen days since we bought the club, and it's um, it was a family decision. We came to the late night game. And uh, we were so impressed with the um, with the Athleticals, our young supporters, who who sung all the way through it. They have a, bit, a big drum. They have a drummer, and it's just two lads who got this this singing group together. And, and they're really young; the average age is about sixteen. You know, there's loads of twelve year olds, twelve uh, year in them. And when we came to see the late night game, which we won, and um, the. Um... <laughs> We were so impressed. On the way home, my son said to me, he says, you know what, Daddy says? We could do something with, with, with all of us on your bike. Said, we don't, we're don't. we not buying a football club. <laughs> um, then what happened is that um, my son-in-law plays golf with Darren Royal. And so Darren, uh, he's, he's, my son-in-law says, oh, Darren wants to speak to you because I, I, I wear another hat. The other hat to wear is the... Um, uh, I'm the business ambassador for Oldham Council. It's an unpaid job, something I, I'm passionate about, Oldham, so of course I'll do it for nothing. Anyway, uh, Darren says, Well, you must know all the businessmen. Can you come and put a, a consortium together? I said, Well, it's, it's, when for? Well, it's in <laughs> four weeks' time. Said, you can't do that. You just can't put, do, put, do that type of two years. I mean, probably more than two years. So, uh, anyway, uh, that. He, he told me his vision, his vision of what he where he saw the club going, what what this club could do if the club, if the badge owned the, the land, stadium, car park, and the surrounding land as well. He, he says this is what we could do, and he, he told me his ideas and how it would work. And uh, and well, you know, eventually I spoke to my wife and, and spoke to the family, and the family said. Yeah, you know, probably, probably we could. So we have another meeting with him, and um, and it just happened to be that uh, Simon Blitz, who is the landowner owns the stadiums, and uh, he was going over three days later, so we, we met him, and uh, he did not want to see the club going into a serieship or administration. He definitely not a serieship administration, let's say liquidation. He he did not be, want to be the person responsible for that. So we talked, we talked, with and we talked about price on whether we could afford it, whether to, to buy the stadium and the adjacent land. So eventually, we do a, we have a verbal deal. So that then, and it really had to be done that you own the stadium first, you know. So then, we, then we then started to speak to um, Abdullah, and uh, Abdullah. So Will let, let they just one person speak to Abdullah because he didn't get confused or you know, or we, we, we wouldn't know what was said? So, my, my son Luke, who's uh, 47 years old, a bit more placid than me because it wouldn't have happened if it had been me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so we do a deal with verbal deal with both parties. So, then we thought, well, the first thing we've got to do is we've got a, John Sheridan's the top man, you know, we get better than John. And mean, the fans—not the fans, the supporters—love him, you know. And he's got absolute respect. And uh, so, once we've done, done, they got the verbals on it. I phoned John. I said, "Can I? I'll phone John and tell him." So, John, I said, "You don't know me." I said, but, um "I says, I just bought all an athletic." Who, who are you? He thought it was wind up because he say that all the time. <laughs> who, who are you? Well, I said, we did meet once, but you won't remember me because I remember you because you're really important. You know, so I explained to him when we met and all that type of thing. So and uh, did you remember uh, in the end? Did you remember? Oh, well, I did do, yeah. I mean, of course, you did, yeah. Well, it, it was only like a, about three or four weeks earlier, and I was one of them people that could can I have a photograph with you? And I was as part of my hat when I wore the the, the, the business ambassador's hats. So we went around <laughs> all the businesses, all the, most of the, most of the business we can do, and uh, we, we came to see all the mathematics being a business. And I came and met John Sheridan. We had a photograph for the, for the photograph wall, you know. And so he remembered, remember, remembered. And, uh, He won't so forget I, you. He won't forget what he's I, I, I said, you, you need to come and, I said, can you come tonight and have an hour with our family? You know, I can tell you what our, what we want to do. And, you know, so he, he came he, on his way home. He came and we called and we were, with Darren and my, all my family. We sat down, and we talked about what our visions were and, uh, what Darren's visions were and Darren's vision is that we want to be in two years we want to be self-sustainable yeah. and uh and then moving on from there in that time if we, if we get some promotion we do but I've not been John uh, John showed that kind of pressure he's got he puts himself under that sort of pressure <laughs> he's such a conscientious man he's a it's a sound manual you know. and so we um We told John, and then nobody else knew apart from John. He was the first person we told, and then we decided that the the next thing we'd do is get the uh, the fans groups together, which I now call the supporters groups, because football fans have a um, some of them have a a bad reputation. You know, Um, there's been fighting in the past on motorway services. The police have to make sure that certain fans. Don't go to the same services. as all the, the, the <laughs> so there's no conflicts and all that. Sort of. Well, in Oldham we don't have that. We have supporters because we, we you know, on Saturday we had eight thousand supporters. That's so what eight and a half thousand. You
2: know, and it was brilliant.
5: Like the other, other clubs in the in the uh, in this division we're in, you know, at one thousand two hundred, but well, not one or two. There was like six of them. We, we yeah. had more supporters here on Saturday than another six of the uh, other uh, um, teams, clubs, they've got teams or clubs, cl- oh, yeah. plenty of clubs in in the same division. So, and it was the supporters we bought into. It was the support of all of them. I, I know it's it's sad that we had the, the pitch invasions and, uh, um, yeah, I'll be very what? sad about while I was here, but it, <laughs> if it, if the, I can't see it going from from to down so quickly.
3: But let's see. No, no. Do, not do, you think, do you think that they, the, the pitch invasions and things kind of, as bad as they are, needed to
5: happen to force some form of change? Well, look, I, I have a problem with pitch invasions because what happened at, at Hillsborough, mm-hmm. um, it's not what happened at Hillsborough, it's what happened before Hillsborough. Um, so, all, I can remember, all the football grounds had uh, mesh uh, re- reinforcing bars all the way around so it should prevent fans from running onto the pitch. And after Hills Wales was caused by there's a lot of things that caused Hills, but one of them was that the supporters, the fans weren't allowed to go on the pitch because they couldn't, they couldn't climb through the mesh. <laughs> <laughs> Grand
3: Grand dogs, Grand Stogs climbed
2: checking by, So. <laughs>
5: So th- there was no escape, for, no escape for the fans. They were trying to climb over it, and they couldn't climb over it. So one of the things that Maggie did, whether they love Maggie or hate or whatever, she says, if anybody runs on a football pitch now, she says they will be immediately arrested and put into jail, full stop. Wow. She says, that's not going to happen ever again. We're going to take down all our these barriers to stop fans going on. So... And, <laughs> nobody would, if anybody were on the pitch, they got hammered, you know, in, 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 after Hillsborough, you know, if anybody felt that, everybody felt that that's one of the ele- elements that caused Hillsborough, and uh, so, it just can't be done, they, they, they were extremely frustrated, um, another thing I'd like to tell our supporters, um, is that when, when they did the coffin thing, and they did the chanting and all that outside, uh, Abdullah wasn't there, you know, and it was the ladies who do the tea and the coffee and the work in the office felt threatened and they felt frightened, you know, and, and that's wrong. You know, so um, I don't know what you do in a situation like that. Passion takes over. Yeah. But, um uh, yeah, I, 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 from Hillsborough, I think we owe yeah. it to Hillsborough. We, we're never going to have that But I, th- I think
1: like Frank, you know, you mentioned those things and obviously that was uh, the club in a little bit of crisis. The fans struggled with what was going on. We now look at the positivity. We look at yourself taking over the club. Everything's exciting again. And I don't think we're going to have that problem, are we?
5: No. I don't think so. Think it will be a long... T- the, the passion.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the passion, yeah. I mean, you, you, sorry. You look at Frank. I mean, he went, he went to the Orient game on his way home. They decided to buy a football club. Most people buy a bag of chips, you know what I mean? <laughs> this guy... has got a I mean, what can we say? I mean, should we should we buy the bag of chips? No, let's buy the club. I mean, it's superb. I mean, it's if it's in your blood, it's in your blood. I mean, I live in France and I'm still Latix mad. I'm still involved as best I can. And uh, I, I was talking to Roy yesterday, Roy Butworth. I mean, I, I have a lot of contacts still over there, and I love I love the club, and it's just absolutely. And once I'm better next year, I'm coming over, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see Cheshire again. I'm gonna get back in there. I'm probably gonna have a few enemies because of Twitter and Facebook. but that's life. But what happens? I, I love, but but I, I say what I think, and I don't, you know. I mean, I'm a bit like Frank in, in a way. But uh, I've got a few quid behind him. at I think he's probably going to have a few quid less now he's bought that club. But at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. And I think what was coming across to our fans is, he's is love because he's a local man. He's a people's man. He's a is every every Twitter. It, Frank with her he was taking it. Frank with her he was filming. Porn. It's 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 I've got more more photos on my phone of Frank now than I have of my wife. I'm having a broadcast with somebody I've never met. What's going on? I've got
3: loads of pictures of Chris's wife, so I'm just gonna say I've got loads of pictures of Chris's wife on my phone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <this> <laughs> um
3: Grant, do you you you've been in this league? Yes. You followed your club in this league. I'm going to translate hat, for you because ah, he's from yeah. he, but he's Scottish. Okay. Right. So I'm going to translate him for you because... I, I you am
4: probably going to do a wee bit of translating, Frank.
3: But he's got your yeah. hat.
5: He's oh, got oh a... you, you, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't
4: even know. I've it, went uh, Tweed Heart, I've went Oldham top, fond up in the back of it. He's he
2: loved
5: back the back. Oh, fantastic. Because he obviously played for Hartlepool as well, did Fondop. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, okay, yeah, yeah. So, I, I love Hartlepool. Uh, when I was training for my rowing, I, I went out of Hartlepool Marina. Uh, and it's a great place. Go, go, every time you go, you go through that lock, and then you get, I go on to ground. And, oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, Grant, the the question:
3: You followed yeah. your club in this league. What What does it take to get out? Because you you got out, and you got out by I want to say by the skin of your teeth. You you play a final, you conceded a goal to your go, to a goalkeeper, and won on penalties. Like, if you were looking you know at this league, what would you say?
4: A club in this league, you don't need to be the best club in the league. You look at us when we came up through promotion through the playoffs. You look at a club like Grimsby, they came up through the playoffs as well. It's a hard, hard league. We all know the National League is a horrible one. The two up, two down formations awful. It needs to be scrapped and it needs to be three up, three down and two auto spots. has to be, and I think any owner, in the National League should try and push for that. That's the first thing I would really love to see you try and do.
3: Um, for, three to, for three to be promoted and three to come down from League Two is what this league should be pushing for. But what it needs... Three down. That's what is in every league. Well, so League Two up is yeah. four. League One down is four. But... Where the League Two is the only league that is two teams relegated, oh. which makes it so hard to get out of this league that you're now in. I, I've not met
5: um so far, I've not met an owner yet of a, of the club, of a club. Um, um the the owner of Toy wasn't there, the owner of um no, Dork, Dorking was the was the manager who didn't come after the loss, didn't come across for beer. Um <laughs> I'll tell you, what a top man he is. To, to own and manage a club, not not own and manage a club, yeah, and build it from day one. Yeah, you know, and I have another job as well. You know, oh, that <laughs> bloke is something special. I wish I was like him. But it takes it's, for me, uh, it
4: takes passion. See, a passionate yeah. club, a yeah. club that supporters can rally around everyone, and yeah. really drive will be successful in this division.
5: When we had our first home game on Saturday. What I wanted was, I wanted the world to see all, all, them, and all them athletic, and think, how the hell has this club ended up here? Mm-hmm. I, I want to say that another thing: this club cannot be down here for long, you know, because we've got so much support. You know, um, the, the Darren says to me, Frank, he says, the, he says, the, the, the average club in the in in the division we're going to loses half a million pound a year. Ooh. So, okay, let's, uh, are they going to be better with my interfering in the running it? No, they're not. I'm going to, uh, my job is to make, today, I was litter picking today, but we have a lot of the good staff, ground staff, we have another, they've all, they've all and gone. then, uh, and then here we are now, and uh it's, it's exciting it, it is exciting it's, it's, everybody the whole town not just everybody now supports all the athletic yeah.
2: your world your
5: world, just, world well everybody's we, we well not me i'm a better fisher. but it's a better fisher around here you, you know yeah. and everybody's excited and my wife's excited and my, my daughter, my grandchildren are excited. Everybody else's grandchildren are excited. excited. Well, can I tell you something? I want, if, if our supporters see this, or your supporters, something happened to me on day four of the um, that we, we bought the club and I was walking through the car park and there's this woman, late 30s, early 40s, with two girls. These girls are probably eight and nine years old and uh, they're in full of kits. Well, you know, I so, said, so, so, Oh, obviously, like you know, so I said, Hello, we am you... Yes, you we're going to go and buy this year's kit. I said, Well, I didn't realize what they were, <laughs> I knew so little, I didn't realize the kit they were wearing wasn't this year's. <laughs> well, I, said, <laughs> I said, Make sure you buy the away Kit. it's dead smart. Said, well, I away wish kit? I'd
3: known that. I bought the home kit. Oh, well, the well... away
5: kits, dead smart. I bought that, <laughs> only the shirt, not the Anyway, so then what happened is the um, uh. I says, what have you been doing today? She said, oh, she said, We've been playing today. She's all oh, man, we have a community trust which trains, school children, holiday time and all this type of thing. Wow, she said, we've been playing today. I said, Fantastic, That's what I'm really passionate. Then she says, And oh, we've got a season tickets. I said, wow, fantastic. <laughs> I said, And then I thought, We've got a situation here where we've got uh, a lady, we've got a, a lady with um. The two young, impressionable girls, right, of a, of a, a, at an age that they, they you know, they're they, they, they impressionable when they're that kind of age. They're an eight, nine, ten, eleven, 12, I just don't know. So anyway, I sister to her, I says, where do you sit, thinking that she might have gone for safety and been in the, in the Joe Royal stand, you know, or in the old stand. No, she says, we sit over there, she says, in the family stand. The family stand is right next to the Athleticals. Well, the Athleticals is the best singing dancing act in the world, you know. We're, we must have 2,000 kids, all his between 14 and 18. they are all passionate. I said, Well, I said, don't you, I said to her, I says, don't you feel intimidated by the by all these young men next door? No, oh, she says, The girls love it. She says, They're <laughs> jumping up and down and dancing and singing. Eight and nine-year-old girls, you know, yeah. now, that is special. You know, and I, I, I was really touched on that. I'm glad I didn't speak to her before because we might have paid a bit more <laughs> because of, <laughs> the, because that is that that's the that's the passion that I want. You know, I, I want ownership. I, I want to, my, my son. I don't know if I've told you this already because I've had a lot of interviews. But, um, my son is forty is odd years old, and his vision is to have a wider ownership of the club. You know. How it's going to be, we cannot allow the, the football team that bears our town's name, you know, to be in the situation it was in before. That yeah. can't happen again. No. And if nothing, if we do nothing else, then as long as we can do that, then I'll be really, really happy. Another thing I want to do, and I've, not, I've not mentioned this before, um, in Oldham, we have a, a large Asian community. And and I feel that the the Asian community are massively massively underrepresented. Um, in fact, I only know three. I, I met two Asians in, when I was doing a walk around last week. They came down to shape me and photograph everybody else. Photograph. And then and I, my mate who was a, a mate of Abdullah's or it was Abdullah's not agent but he was his person person that introduced him to everybody. You know and that's it made of man. So Ka- Kashif Ashraf was my mate. Um, He's brought a couple of Asian mates, but then that, that's it. You know, half of our population of that 14 to 18 year olds are Asians, you know, and I, I'd love to get them involved. And, and if I could do that, wow, that would be something special. And I want yeah. to go to towns now. I know that Blackburn have addressed it and they've sorted it out. And I know that um, uh, the, uh, other teams have, you know, like Bradford. You know, that I understand that they've they've addressed it and so we want to make them feel really welcome. You know, when I gave my welcome speech, which went on forever on Saturday, <laughs> I knew I knew I nearly got booed off. But and you know, and I really said so we've got to welcome people from all the communities of all the yeah. here, you know, make them not just welcome, embrace them and bring them along. And I, I hope yeah. I hope that, that will happen. I think
2: mean, that's I mean, one. Thing, sorry, I think Frank, that's one thing that all all the supporters groups, the PTB, uh, BPS, uh, the, all the all the etc. About Oldham, uh, I think they've all been going for the same thing: a community-run club for the community. And I think the fact that you've came, come on board and embraced that fact, and you 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 you're, you're now promoting that, and it, I think you're, you're involved with the council. I believe I think the council have got involved heavily, and I think it's it's going to be a club for the town of Oldham, for the people of Oldham. Run by the people of Oldham. I mean, what more? I mean, I think back twelve months ago. We were, I was crying on this podcast. I were, I was in bits. I were, I didn't know where to go. And and now, I'm just, I just wish I weren't fifty on. I, I wish I were younger, so I could spend more time watching that club. That that chap there is going to build up into a team. Now they're going to come back bigger and stronger, have every compliment. Maybe not this year, but we're coming back definitely if, under Frank.
5: If we continue with this support, we can only go one way. You know. <laughs> We're not going to go down again, are we? No, just, gonna, you're going go need to
3: go and I you need to go. And I think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say thanks, Frank, because I know that we're going to have some food.
5: Oh, gonna yeah. Well, okay, yeah. We're hey, going to be late.
3: But we've got food, Chris. You don't get any because you're
5: in oh, France. Hey, hey.
4: But hey. I've got food in the, mi- I've got the, food in the microwave ready
5: <laughs> to go. I was it's ready, it's ready to make it. the it.
2: oh, a master's. I get food for a than you lot. Listen, can I just say a Listen, Frank. Carry on. Don't change, mate. Keep doing what you're doing. you love by people and do not change. You're a, you're a fantastic character and you've been a breath of fresh air and I'm a long time lifetime Lattice fan. Thank you and please keep it up, mate.
5: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you for, thank you for inviting me onto your yeah, it's uh, been, it's podcast. It's been great. And, uh, Thanks for it's having
4: been, us. It's been, it's been brilliant, Frank. It's honestly, great. thank you for coming on. Uh, it's been good. It's a, I think it's an absolutely beautiful story. I'm what's going on here now at Oldham. And oh. I've certainly got a soft spot for the club myself after the last kind of 12 yeah. months.
2: Good lab.
5: I, I don't know if you know, but I was on a television programme a few years ago called The Island with Burr Grills. And uh and I was the uh, grumpy old man that swore a lot. But the thing is though, I was the only person that could do anything. Eventually I became the center of everything. And I decided I'm a leader because I'm a businessman, you know. But I was leading these people, and they resented it. So I thought, okay, I'll lead from the back. But by leading from the back, it was always me that were doing anything. If they went out into the jungle, who led me? It was all <laughs> the snake? I mean, it was it was me that made, I made a raft. And what what happened is that. The, the demographics of the people that they tried to sell to, it was younger people. And the young people are bored by old people, you know. So so they, they had to re-edit the whole thing and take me out as much as they could because it became a frank show. You know. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> this is the important bit. This is important shine television is the same people that they do pointless, and they're all those of they call Endermind Shine. Anyway. They came on to me next, last week. They says, oh, yeah, we, we've seen you, blah. You know, they said, blah, blah, blah. They says, um, can, uh, have you thought of, has anybody approached you to do a documentary? About you taking over? Well, yeah, says, not yet. No, I said, but I, says, I do have somebody that's doing the documentary about me the Atlantic, and I've put money into it, and I've bloody lost it. So anyway, they says, well, this is, um says, we're interested. I said, okay, when are you going to make a decision? Go oh, come back to a couple of days' time. Well, they phoned me up today. They says, um... I didn't know I'd forgotten all about him, you know. He says, Oh, he says, oh, we're, we're interested in this. Uh, during the documentary, he says, Yeah, I said, hey, I said, You know, I've gone, um, what's it called? Doc Global. When everybody watches your thing, viral Viral oh, on TikTok, yeah. he says, Yeah, he says, I know. I said, Have you seen it? <laughs> oh, yeah, we've seen it. I said, Well, this is, um, I said, I've not seen it yet. <laughs> he says, Oh, he says. Have you had loads of television companies? He says, wanted to do um documentary. I said, No, he said, Can I do one? He says, So tomorrow I'm going to do a, I'm going to do it here for me. Do um, what, what do you call it? Um, podcast, but pod, no, not a podcast. We're, we're talking to television screen, aren't we? A video call, yeah, video call, yeah. We're going to do a video call tomorrow. So, uh, like, he's going to try and sell, see, hopefully, I can come, the personality can come over a little yes. bit like the Bank of Dave. You know, and uh, if, I, if, I, if I can do, if I can put over that my passion for all and my passion for all the athletics. You know, and um, we, in life, we all want to do something good. You know, everybody, everybody I know would like to do some good somewhere. And, um, and uh, when I rode across the Atlantic, I'd raised like 600,000 pounds in I coaching. I thought, I'm going to raise a million. You know, and I told everybody before I said I was going to raise a million. And uh, you know to raise a million pounds for a charity, you know like like Alzheimer's what I said and one hundred percent of what I raised went to the charity. I didn't, there's no takeout for me, no expenses or anything like that. And uh, I was really, really, and I thought, you know, I've, I've managed to do something. You know, if I die tomorrow, you know, I, I think I've done something. But now with this lot, bloody hell, thing, being mobbed, I've ever been mobbed, and it, you know, every. <laughs> passion, an old bloke, 72 years old, a a lady, I was walking walking around, and this lady came to me, with a baby, one month old, when I kiss a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that is special, that is
2: special. He's like the Pope, the guy's the Pope, isn't
5: he? Well, Frank, oh, thank oh,
3: you. Oh, Frank. Frank, Frank, well, Frank, thank you very much for coming up. We're going to go and eat some bangers and
5: mash. To no, no, no
2: money. No, no food. No food. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
5: really stuck talking to you. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going out for a beer with you two. Yeah. Hey, listen,
2: Frank. <laughs> last, last thing. Last thing. When I come over, Frank, I'm going to buy you a pint, mate. At least I can do is buy you a pint for buying my club. Yeah,
3: oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you very much.
2: Thank
4: you. guys.
5: Look see you later. What's the so score
2: what do you We're gonna win 3
5: 0 We're gonna win 3-0. I'm not allowed to give advice on I'm not, I'm not allowed to tell mates won't bet on anything. And no. I'm not I'm yeah. not allowed to all these things I can't do, and I can't bet myself now because I've signed no, the uh, no. I'm never I'm never a fit and proper person. <laughs> yes.
3: <fit and> proper. <laughs>
1: See, See, nice. So I'm here with the Atletico boys. Um unfortunate result tonight against Wildstone, but we won't talk about that. What we will talk about is the last couple of years, lower league luck has kind of been following your story, obviously since well, from last season.
6: How do you feel now Frank's in charge and he's taking over the club? Uh, well, <coughs> it's obviously a lot more refreshing than it were, like, to have four years of absolutely nothing and then um, <laughs> and then so I'll have. A lad- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> do you
7: know what? why do we let them? Why come do we away? let them come?
6: <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you str- oh no, oh, yeah, and out. then and then Frank yeah. comes in. Good. Frank comes in and it's just like a completely different place. Even, like I, I was looking forward to a Tuesday night game against a part-time team at six o'clock this morning, and I've not looked forward to a Latics game in a long time. So it's just you-, you feel like the club's in an an actual direction now. There's a bit of a vision. Um, and let's sure just hope it continues, really. Ryan, same question to you, Paul.
7: Yeah, I mean it's just refreshing just to have you know even the the stands, the the land, the club all back together. Somebody coming in who's a local guy. He's all about the club, the community, getting fans in, enjoying coming to Oldham again, um, which I think is so important. It, you know, whatever happens on the pitch, you know it's, it's it's for a good day out. So getting the families in, getting the kids in, you know everybody everybody looks like they're having a good time, no matter what the score. So. Definitely important.
1: Yeah, it is. And uh, I'll tell you what, I I, I mentioned this to you boys earlier on. I thought the atmosphere here tonight was fucking class. I really did. You were bouncing all the way through. So why did you start with... (laughs) Athlete,
3: <laughs> Fucking
2: stop. <him. laughs> he's being a dick him. He's being <laughs> a dick him. I don't know what he's I, doing. I'm <laughs> trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I was trying my best. He's, he's wanking off. Right. I was like, stop. <laughs> the moment right. I look <laughs> <fuck it up. laughs> Me edited. me editing, <laughs> mate. <editing, laughs> right. We're not editing, that we v- do editing.
6: We've only oh. done one of
3: these. Last night on our podcast, me and Graham both went for a piss. Five minutes, there's
6: nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we went to seats for five
3: minutes
6: and a kind background track. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Carry on. I'll do so, one. fuck off. <laughs> don't look at him, don't look at him. Don't look at him. <laughs> it's <laughs> him. the sound. Punt <laughs> P- P- <laughs> P- number two. I We've done one interview (laughs) before! Oh dear,
1: So tonight, I thought it was one of the best atmospheres I've seen in a long, long time. Um, And that's obviously set by you guys, the Atleticos. Why did you start Atleticos?
7: Uh, I mean, obviously, we've seen what was going on in Europe and, you know, for many years, we've had not the best atmospheres at home. Our, Our way support is unbelievable. You know, we're selling out away ends everywhere. The atmosphere is electric from everybody in the ground, but every every team that came to where Roar is was, I singing us, um, and from then we you know we had a, a, a few a few lads together. We uh, we brought a drum, a couple of flags, um, just to try and kind of be kind of be a bit more organised like they are in Europe. And you know you see how easy it is for them to, to organise an atmosphere. So we got a couple of lads together, and um, it kind of went from there. You know we're we're 10 years this month. Um, so, I think we started off with about five of us a couple of years ago. The, in the old block, we had probably about 40 of us for wigging at home. And now we're selling out a block of 600. You know, it's, it's just fantastic. So, it's, it's taken a long time, but it was all about the atmosphere, all about to enjoy the game again. Um, effectively, that's that's kind of where it came from. So, let's start it.
1: Yeah, awesome. Frank mentioned in our podcast that's going to be coming out, he mentioned that the reason why he bought Oldham was
6: because of the Atleticos. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, I <clears throat> the day he took over the club, uh, I was I was actually at home having my tea when it happened, and every, everybody was like, are you going down? I was like, no, I'm not going to bother. I didn't think there was going to be anything, really. Um, and then I got, like, the phone we were going mad for like 10 minutes, like phone calls, texts, like, oh, he's asked for you, he's asked for you. And I just thought it was one of them comments, you know, when someone just makes a comment, oh, where are the, uh, the Atleticos, or whatever. But then he, I saw videos and stuff, and, um, no, I got a phone because like no, he's asked for you. So I literally got in my car, drove down here, and then I met him in the executive box. And he said like the reason there was two reasons main why I bought the club. It was like one because of Darren Royal, and two just because of the atmosphere you lot created. like It was a Tuesday night against Leyton Orient that he came. Um, we won two nil. We weren't great, but the, even the, the the crowd was a lot less than it was tonight. It was like four thousand, if like three and a bit thousand. But that that was full. And he just said the atmosphere you lot created on. A cold, horrible Tuesday night when you're bottom of the league. Said I just couldn't, um, couldn't pass that. So, night. No, it's 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 really nice considering where we've come from. You know, I've come from like five or ten people to now I like to think that we're a lot bigger than we used to be. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? All the best for Alderman. Like I said,
1: it's a, it's a success story for us. Seeing what was going on last season. It was really difficult to watch, and it was as a football fan. You don't want to see other football fan, uh, football clubs go out of existence, and that's why we certainly were trying to push that people needed to notice what was going on. What would you say your last words are for the future? For the, I'll ask you both. Ryan, I'll come to you first. What's your thoughts for the future?
7: I mean, I, I just hope to start off is just stability. We're we just going to get the club back together, which it is now. Um, and effectively rebuild. you know, it's even simple things like just giving the grounds a, a good tidy up, you know, it's not had it for years, pitch relayed, it's not been done in 15, 15 years nearly. Um, it, it just needs a good tidy up, a good good bit of stability in the club again, and to put everything back together. And then if we're gonna go for it, is make sure that we're ready to go up and we're not gonna be start yo-yoing up and down. And um, yeah, it might not be this season, it might be a couple of years time, um, but you know we've seen the likes of Stockport and and Tramier, and they've come down and they've been gone for years and they've rebuilt, but they've rebuilt well, and they're going places. <laughs>